back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Hour number two. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Codden, 1700 KBGG. We go south to beautiful Memphis. Ken Miller is there getting ready for the Liberty Bowl. We talked a lot of Hawkeyes in hour number one. We'll get Ken's perspective with a 415 kickoff with the Hawks in the Pinstripe Bowl. And he joins us right now. How's Memphis, Ken? It's um, it's okay, Trent. I'm, you know, we've um, been a exploring this morning. We're over just sort of the stadium about, oh, probably within the last 15 minutes. I was... Um, we're trying to find a place called Central Barbecue, which is right by the stadium. I got some good reports, some good feedback on that. So we found it, and they're lined up around the block. Oh. So I, apparently the reports are accurate. Yes. That, uh, the food is really good, uh, but I wasn't going to wait. Um, so we uh, jumped back in the car, and I saw the stadium. So we went, and it's crazy. I mean, last bowl game I was at was the Rose Bowl, and it is entirely different. I mean, you couldn't get anywhere near the Rose Bowl for the most part. I'm talking days in advance. When did you get there? Oh, it was. What what day did that game fall on? You remember? Well, I think it was the first. That'd be the first, right? Right, but have I, to be. But I'm. But uh, what day of the week? You know what? I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to say I was there maybe two, maybe three days in advance of. I think it was two days in advance, something like that, though. And uh, yeah, we didn't get close to the stadium until game of the day. But it, it was. L. A. is so big and so sprawling. Oh, massive. Memphis, it's not a big. I mean, Beale Street is a lot smaller, I think, than anybody realizes until you get there. It's terrible, Trent. It's a waste of time. It's a complete dump. Um, it really is. I, I don't recommend it to anybody. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I, I'm 50. Well, today I'm 59 years old. Right? Oh, happy so, birthday! Thank you. Um, and, and maybe it's because I'm 59 years old. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's probably as a as a modicum of truth to it. Uh-huh. Um, but. You know, maybe if you're 20-something, 30-something, it's something to see. It's kind of like Bourbon Street, only it's much, it's like a block and a half, and yeah. you're done. Yeah. And um, the music's just blaring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ate at a place, we ate at one place last night, and uh, it was awful. Um, <laughs> and, and it was the only place, you know, that, that we just walk right in. Although, you know, maybe we, maybe on upon uh, further Right again, but the music's loud. It's I don't know. I mean, Bunchy Nuts right up his alley. He tries to think he's thirty something when he's where the age that he's at. But um, I was disappointed. Although we will attend the parade, I've been told that no, we're going to the parade. Okay, <laughs> and that's Friday, so um, I owe that to her. But um, you know, we we found some cool spots. The stadium. I started to say, you know, the Rose Bowl. You couldn't get near it. The Liberty Bowl drove right up. Uh, walked right through the gate. <laughs> there was nobody around. The crazy thing is, I mean, the game's Saturday. Here we are on Wednesday. There's no ESPN trucks at this point. There's no media being set up for this game. And maybe it's just a matter of showing up and flipping a switch and plugging in a few points and away you go. Um, but I was kind of surprised that it's uh, that it's as deserted. Um, you know, a couple of days prior to a sold-out event. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Cyclone fans starting to trickle in. You said not many last night. Probably, what is it? Today's Wednesday, so right. tomorrow probably is when you're going to see really a, a, the big crews start to show up, you'd have to figure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we probably saw, oh, 10, uh, 10 guys, 20-something, wearing the cargo last night. 
on Beals, Watson's going to come down tomorrow. But again, it's, it's not because of the weather, and I'm not going to get no sympathy from this thing in the mind. It's not the most conducive to. I mean, I mean, maybe it would be fun if the, if the weather was good going from bar to bar, but if you've been to Bourbon Street, you can essentially say you've been to the Beale uh, Street because it's it's you know it's just one kind of bar after another to bring back this area of town, and we're staying right by it. I mean, we are probably 200 yards from Beale Street in a in a, uh, a hotel that was built right around the turn of the 19th century, I think 1913 when it was built, and it's all been refurbished and. There are apartments now, kind of condos, and that's kind of, you know, that's what we like to do, kind of vacation rental by owner. It's a really nice place, but, um, you know, it's not the, it's, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's not what I got. I got you. I got you. Well, hopefully things turn for the better. You got through the blizzard okay, though. That's good. Yes. Yeah, made it. It was about, it was all a 10-hour trend, and we, um, you know, we didn't get lost, and there wasn't a lot of stops. Uh, it was, it's a 10-hour drive. I mean, from St. Louis down to Memphis. It's a full four hours, so whenever you can make it to St. Louis, you check on four hours, uh, and you're going to be in Memphis. So um, that's that's essentially what you're looking at. Well, let's jump on to the first bowl game here in the state that uh, really matters. And it felt like maybe last night the bowl season really began. You got K-State, UCLA, you had the storylines there. In fact, before we get to the pinstripe bowl, Bill Snyder, perhaps his last game, the, the speculation out there abounds. Does he deserve to make the hire and, and basically let his son take over? He's done so much. The state if there's effort. one guy, Trent, if there's one guy that does, I think it's him. I really do. I mean, you remember what a laughing stock K-State football was mm-hmm. in the prior to him getting there for the first time. I mean, it was as low as you can possibly. It was worse than Baylor, right? When Baylor yeah. was, you know, before all the, you know, the stuff that went on at Baylor, when Baylor football was um, he's a doormat of the of the Big Twelve. It was it was worse, or it was as bad. I know they weren't in it at the time, but um, to answer your question, I think if there's one guy that deserves it, it's probably him. I mean, his name's on the stadium. Where would K State be without Bill Snyder? Terrible. It would be, terrible. It just... I think that's the answer to your question, Trent. I think that you got to think back to where K State would be. In a, an era where there's so much money in college sports, and would K State be participating in it? Would they be in the Big Twelve without Bill Snyder? Mm. Who knows the answer to these questions? We know that with him, they've had a ton of success, and they're part of a really strong conference. I, I remember their first season, Bill Snyder when he took over there. You and I went down there and won, and this, yeah. <laughs> That was back when it was unheard of, of a well, yep. back in the one double A days of going down and beating a Big Eight conference team, and they went down there, they beat them in Manhattan. So it, it is incredible what he's done, and I, I just I hope that it isn't such a difficult spot, and it just it turns ugly. That's more than yeah. anything what I I don't want to see that. No, I don't either. I think Cyclone fans probably do. I mean, right, right, they yeah. just want to be able to find a, a W on the schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, K State's had their number. Um, Boy, it's, it's going to be an interesting decision. I, I don't know if you can win. I really don't. I don't know if, if they're going to be able to. If, if they do, they're going to get criticism. If they don't, um, who knows? I'd, I'd hate to have to be put in charge of making that final call. Well, the guy that uh, knows our state well, Jim yeah. Taylor, he's going to be That's the one sure. that has to make that determination. Oh, to Iowa, and uh, Iowa in the pinstripe bowl today. 
Starting here, with the win, Kirk Ferentz will tie Hayden Fry mm. in the all-times win list. And opening segment today, I, I kind of dug into that a little bit deeper. It just feels like the feeling of Kirk Ferentz versus Hayden Fry, it, it, it is so much different. Though their accomplishments are very similar, the feeling is different. Is it just because Hayden had that persona, you know, the, the trick plays, the gadget plays that he had, the mm. white pants, the aviator yeah. sunglasses, the mustache, it, is it just that that... He was just a different, and he was more of a character than Kirk Ferentz. He's he's milk toast. He's he's very vanilla. Yeah, yeah I think you hit know, the nail on the head. That's a really apt description of the two. Um, you know, Ferentz deserves a trend. I think he I think he does. He deserves to be up there with with Hayden Fry. And it's it, it's so hard to compare errors, although it's the most recent. And think about the run. I mean, how lucky as I would been, right? Although there's Ferentz detractors. Within the sound of our voices, I don't think that they're lucky at all mm-hmm. to have this guy. I do, I really do. I mean, look what Iowa football. You're going to get your, you're going to get your peaks. There's going to be a bit of a letdown some years. This year kind of felt like one through the Ohio State game, uh, but uh, the, the the win record, the record speaks for itself. And I think it would be pretty cool for him to do so today if he was to, you know, to to join uh, his head coach, a guy that started him in the business. Uh, right up there at the top of the list. Yeah, and uh, Boston College, a chance at a bowl win. You're not jumping up in competition here. It's, it feels very winnable. It's Wisconsin light. It's it's going to be ugly, though, isn't it? I, I, I said 15-11 yeah. earlier today. No, I, I don't think that's crazy, Trent. Look, I know that you want to have keys to the game. I think there's only one key to the game for Iowa. Stop doing <laughs> Stop the running game. Yeah. They're not going to throw the ball. They're not going to throw the football. And I'm not saying that because I and I would does have a strong secondary with their corners, Jackson in particular, but they just don't throw the ball. They're going to get a heavy dose of the running game if they can stop it. We believe that they're going to have success in doing that. Um, that they're going to that they'll come out on top. It's it, to me, it's as simple as that. Trying to break this thing down. Yeah, but running the football, Iowa, and there was a number, and I can't remember what it is, but over the last three years, there there's something like. I don't know, twenty-two and one when they rush for over a hundred yards, and when they don't, they're like zero oh and nine. I mean, it, it's very simple. Yeah. It's, it's not a difficult game plan. Iowa, if they can run the football, the Jim Reed angle. Yeah, he knows mm. the zone blocking scheme. He knows yeah. what Iowa tries to do. Does that play big? Uh, them having a month to prepare for this one, and Jim Reed knows what Iowa wants to do. No, I, I think it does, Trent. I'm with you. I mean, um, look, you, you, the, the, one of the criticisms about any Ferris coaching staff is. We knew what was coming, right? We knew what's coming. So Reed, I think you know he even has the uh, he's got a, a closer look at to what's coming just because of that. Those linebackers, I mean, th- those are his guys. Those are his guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's an angle that probably deserves a deserves a closer look. Um, but look, I I, I want to watch Nate Stanley in this game today. I believe that Ferentz kind of tipped his hands a little bit when uh, when he had the. The press conference about looking forward and using the tight ends more in the next season. I think we'll see that more today. I think Fant is going to have a big day in, in the football games. I think they both will. So uh, I, I look for that. I look for Iowa to try and stop the run. And if they can, if they can, I think they'll end this football streak, which is the biggest talking point of the whole bowl season, in my opinion. It is. Uh, we'll get ready for that one. 415. The kickoff. Ken Miller checking in from Memphis here on 1700 KBGG. Ken, uh, we'll do more on Iowa State uh, starting tomorrow as you gear up. I know you're going to have an opportunity to hear a little bit more from uh, the coaches and the team, yep. and we'll do that uh, more tomorrow.
But want to talk some NFL while we got a couple of minutes here with you. And uh, want to start down in Kansas City. Pat Mahomes, they're locked into the four seed. It'll be Mahomes getting the start. A lot of speculation leading into this. This would be the case. I know you're a Mahomes guy. you got to be excited for this. I am, Trent. I'm excited. And I hope he performs like I believe he's going to. Because the last thing I want is Denver to find a way to win this football game. (laughs) Right now, as it stands, they would have the sixth overall pick. It's been a long time. I mean, Von Miller was second overall. But, you know, as Bronco fans, for the most part, you're pretty spoiled. At least I have been since since, uh, late 90s. And they finally got that first Super Bowl, and then they got another, and then Super Bowl 50, they'd win and uh, win it again. But it's been a long time since they've had, um, well, this will be back-to-back years without playoffs. Um, but it's all about the draft pick. But that aside, I am anxious to see Pat Mahomes play. I think it's great uh, that he's going to get that opportunity because Alex Smith is one hit from being knocked out of a football game. And Pat Mahomes, actually, for the first time uh, since Texas Tech, or well, since the preseason, if you want to count that, is as seeing some appreciable uh, game action. So I think it's great. I, I can't wait to see how he plays. I'm not surprised one bit that Andy Reid is taking this, uh, taking this route. I know you'll have a chance, uh, chance to talk to Holtis about it. But I think if you're a Kansas City Chief fan, you're excited for this opportunity. I think we're seeing, um, well, we're certainly seeing the, the first of many Pat Mahomes starts, and we'll see how he performs. On the uh, other side of I-35 from us up north, the Vikings, Sam Bradford possibly back in action on the practice field. And and that leads to a whole other set of questions out there. This week, Teddy Bridgewater, how much playing time is he going to get? If they get a good lead against the Bears, which you'd anticipate they would, do we see Teddy in the second half? And then Bradford coming. If Bradford is healthy for a playoff game, divisional round game, Mm -hmm. who's your number two? Who's Bradford. the guy? It's Bradford in your mind. It's, it's Sam Bradford, Trent, and I don't think it's going to be a long decision for Mike Zimmer. Um, yeah, I don't think it, it depends. You know, I, I agree with your point. If they do get a big lead on uh, over the Bears, it would have been a perfect case. You know, they would have been able to play Teddy uh, the entire game mm-hmm. this week, uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, with Carolina breathing down their neck, if, if Tampa was able to hang on and picked them off last week, then we might have seen that because they would have been locked at two after Philadelphia won on Sunday, and Bridgewater could have played the whole darn football game. Uh, they still need to win, so they've got to, they've got to play. They, they can't play Bridgewater uh, in this spot. It's got to be Case Keenum. Um, but, but if you get to that point, and they're looking for if Sam Bradford is healthy, I think you've got to play him over Teddy Bridgewater just because of the fact that I mean, we knocked a little bit of rust off Bridgewater, but there's still a whole lot of rust that needs to be knocked off him before he's ready to uh, play a meaningful football game, in my opinion. And do you remember how the NFL rule works if you do carry three quarterbacks? And, and isn't there something weird if you play the guy that's third on the yeah. depth chart? And the other guys can't come back in. Right. What's, right. The, what's the reason for that? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I mean, so it has to be the game day, the game day actives. It has to do something with that is my assumption. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember the, I mean, I know we got the rule, the meaning of the rule, right? I don't know what went into, I can't recall what went into it, to be honest with you. But um, it, it's easy for me. Even one, Bradford two, Bridgewater three, if they get to that point, or Bridgewater not even active if they get to that point. Yeah, going to be uh, something to keep an eye on. And I'll be there. Now, I'm like you. You're a Broncos fan. You're going to be rooting against your team on Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to be at the game up at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'll be wearing my Walter Payton jersey. I'll be wearing my ball cap. But 
I can't be outward cheering for the team because I really don't want them to win, right? No, where where are the Bears right now? If the draft were you know tomorrow, where would they pick? They're ahead of the Broncos. I know where. where are they four three? Where are they? I I think they're in the seven spot. Let me. Uh, oh, they're behind Denver. They are. The Bears are five and ten. Let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five. They're uh, they're tied for the sixth spot right now with the Jets, 49ers, and Broncos, all at five and ten. And then you, you know how it works with uh, yes, it's schedule gets involved. Yeah, the schedule. So I know Denver for sure, for sure. Right now has the six, so maybe the okay. Bears are seven. I just assume they'd be ahead of them. Yeah. No, you don't want Chicago to win. Absolutely no. not. That's the last thing you want. Except I've seen this song and dance too many times before. They'll right. screw it up in the draft, so it doesn't matter. Well, I, yeah, that's true. Four, six, ten, it'll be a mess up, and Ryan Pace uh, will be looking for employment here pretty soon. But that's a different conversation for a different day. So what's on tap for uh, for you in Memphis today? Hey, I, I do have a recommendation for you. If you like fried chicken and uh, yeah. you can get it hot, Hattie, yeah. Hattie Bees is the name of the place. Hattie B's, we'll put that on the list. Yeah, I'm looking for lunch spots like that. I got a list. Some guy thought told me about a gas station that's got fried bologna and a whole bunch of other stuff. It actually sounds pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the rest of the day. I'm I'm right across the street from uh, from the media hotel. Memphis has their uh, players availability at two o'clock. So I'm going to check that out. And then uh, Iowa State's players are tomorrow afternoon at the same time. Matt Campbell, I want to say, is Friday morning. I think Friday morning at eight thirty. Um, and, and Norvell is, I think, Friday afternoon. So uh, just some of that stuff, um, you know, starting here within the, with, within the next hour. But I got over and saw the stadium for the first time, kind of got familiar as far as to get, how to get in, and more importantly, how to get out when this thing is over <laughs> so we can start to head north. Have the remote start ready, and uh, that thing will be fired up by the time you get back there because it'll be chilly. Not going to no, be I warm. know it. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm looking forward to getting home. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I, I can already tell. I can already tell. Well, hopefully day number two goes a little bit better than day number one. You find some good spots at the very least. Yeah, we're, we're, we're searching around looking for them, Trent. We really are. Kind of, we're having fun. Today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one, Ken. All right, there it is. Ken Miller checking in from Memphis in full coverage of the Liberty Bowl here on 1700 KBGG. We'll come back. Still a lot to come this hour. John Miller set to join me from HawkeyeNation.com. That'll come your way at about 1.40 this afternoon as we count down to kickoff. It's the Pinstripe Bowl today, 4.15 kickoff with the Hawkeyes and Boston College. More on that with John Miller. We got a little time for your phone calls. You can jump in right now as well. 515-264-1700. We take you up until 2 o'clock. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. 
It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal. And the bartenders, well, they're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. This is Trent Condon from 1700 KBGG. If you text and drive, you're just as dangerous as someone who is drunk at twice the legal limit. Make zero fatalities your goal and focus on the road. Stock up and save this week during Menard's Winter Sale. Dakota pre-finished decorative shelving brightens your home with color and blends seamlessly with your decor. They're a perfect addition to any kitchen, office, bedroom, or living room. 11 and 3 quarter inch deep by 4 foot long pre-finished shelving. Has 4 finished edges and is available in 5 finishes. Right now only $4.99 each after rebate. Get these and other great deals through January 6th during Menard's Winter Sale. Save big money at Menard's. If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, fooddudesdelivery.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Season's greetings and a big thank you to all the donors of Children and Families of Iowa. CFI provides valuable services to children and their families who are struggling with life's challenges, regardless of their financial situations. This holiday season, please consider making a charitable gift of your support to CFI. Your partnership in restoring hope will make a difference in the lives of individuals working and living in Iowa. Visit cfiowa.org for more information or to make a gift online. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Chuck Cotter back with you once again here. 1700 KBGG here with you until 2 o'clock. This afternoon, then back on the air from 4 until 6 o'clock. It'll be Jimmy B and TC with you on 1700 KBGG as we get ready for the Pinstripe Bowl this afternoon. 4.15 start time of that one. Game one of the Bulls underway in Florida State and Southern Miss. And a touchdown on the board from FSU. Though an extra point doinks off the upright. No good. 13-6 now the score. Southern Miss had jumped out to a... 6 nothing lead, but a couple of touchdowns from the Seminoles as they're starting to settle in, and what a weird trying time that has been for FSU. The uh, story that came out last week, maybe they weren't even bowl eligible. The win against Delaware State, possibly not uh, counting in the record books. There's some bylines in there. More investigation was done. It comes out, well, actually, Delaware State does have the requisite number of scholarships. Everything is good. That win counts. Here's Florida State. So, uh, Interesting to say the very least, keeping an eye on that one this afternoon. But of course, 415 up, more important. Mentioned that number a little bit earlier. This comes from Scott Dockerman of Land of 10. Iowa running for 100 yards in a game. Over the last three seasons, pretty good sample size. 27 and 1 is officially the number when it runs for 100 yards or more. When it doesn't, the Hawkeyes 0 and 11. Says a lot. Run the football. I was going to be pretty successful, and, and we've seen that throughout the years. They can't run the football. It's going to get ugly. I mentioned Jim Reed when we were talking with Ken uh, here a little bit ago at the top of the hour, and an angle that has been talked about, but I don't know if enough. I liked what I saw, and the ability of Brian Ferentz, and hope for the future, as we take a, a bigger picture view of Iowa going forward. We're going to have months and months and months to do that, and Look at 2018 and and forward for Kirk Ferentz and company. But one thing that I still am intrigued with, if you remember back when the decision was made that they were going to go in a new direction, Greg Davis, quote-unquote, retired as the offensive coordinator. I was not a big proponent of Brian Ferentz becoming the offensive coordinator. And it's not, not because I don't believe he can run an offense that he doesn't have a resume good enough to be a Big Ten offensive coordinator. It's, it's really nothing about that. But it was more my concern that if things go poorly 
where does the rest of the offensive staff turn? You go to the head man, your, your son's struggling with it, you know, whatever. It's just such a def- delicate spot. And also the tendency to maybe fall into line more with just what the old man wants. Now, Brian is his own guy. Brian is built and wired much differently than Kirk is, at least from the things that we see and the things that we hear and what happened to the press box. He's different than Kirk. Still, there, there's that tendency that you worry about from time to time. A guy knowing what the head man wants, knowing what his boss wants to fall into line of that. But when Iowa went out in the second half of Nebraska, Nebraska not a very good team defensively as we've seen throughout the year, and went away from the zone blocking scheme, went away from the bread and butter of what Iowa football is. To go away from that and to go with more of the gap blocking scheme, just a straight up man-to-man guy in front of you, we're going to block him. You put a fullback in there, you bring an extra tight end, and we're going hat on hat, and we're going to run the football that way. And it was incredibly effective. And for them to be able to adjust mid-game, I was impressed by that. Albeit against a bad Nebraska defense, to do that in-game, I was impressed. I still think there's more that Iowa can do. And we talked about the passing game. And the passing game this year, it did look a lot different than what you saw under Greg Davis. The horizontal passing game, coupled with the zone blocking scheme, it was a marriage that was never going to work. It wouldn't work at the NFL level, it didn't work at the collegiate level, and it didn't work at the level with what Iowa recruits to and what Iowa has on hand. It just didn't. It never worked. Even at their best. Even during the 12-0 regular season of 2015. Their two biggest wins that year, on the road, at Wisconsin, at Nebraska. In both of those games, Iowa failed to throw for 100 yards. It just never worked. Brian Ferentz understands what can work. And I think you're going to see more evolution of this offense. You're going to see more wrinkles added in. That's not to say that they're going to go away from the zone blocking scheme. You'll never see that under Kirk Ferentz. It's what he believes in. It is very much one of the base structure moments of what he is and what he believes in as a head coach. So I don't think you're ever going to see that go away. But more counters. More gap blocking schemes. More and more evolution of this. Kirk Ferentz does a lot of great things, and his development of the program is one of those great things. And the rigidity, the rigid nature of him has been loosened throughout the years. You have to show him evidence that it can work. But if you do, we've seen that. Over the last couple of years, more and more going for it on fourth down. When the analytics say that is the right move, that is the thing to do in football, is to go to it. And he's done that. He's opened things up, and it does give hope. And then you take a look up and down this roster and what they have coming out. Now it looks like Amir Smith-Marset is not going to be part of it. Amir Smith-Marset, injured, not going to play. But the wide receiver spot, Brandon Smith got his hands dirty a little bit this year. You saw Smith-Marset, an explosive athlete out there, easily still has another season, and they brought in a slew of receivers. It feels like they're understanding the kind of guys that they need to do what they want. Offensive line, you played two tackles throughout this season. Larrick Jackson, Tristan Wirfs, Levi Paulson will get the start today. Inside, James Daniels has another season. Now, he also will have a decision to make after this game if he's going to go pro or if he's going to come back for a senior year. But he has a decision. Render's back. Ross Reynolds is back. Pieces 
and again, the development of that offensive line. Kallenberger, I really liked him coming out of Bettendorf. It just feels like the pieces are in place for Iowa to make another run, to make a run at Wisconsin in the future. Will today be any indication? Will this be the first step in that development? 2008, finished off the year impressively against South Carolina. Dominated Spurrier's boys in the Outback Bowl. It led to 2009. It can happen. It can be a catapult. We'll see. We'll see on that one. we got to take a timeout. We'll come back on the other side and talk with John Miller, get his perspective of things. Also want to talk a little basketball with John. John, like myself, a big college basketball fan, and uh, get his perspective on Iowa. Iowa, four consecutive victories. Colorado, they're an NIT team, maybe a best this year. Not going to be a team that contends in the Pac-12, but in a game where they had a myriad of turnovers, they had that slate where they turned it over, what, five out of six possessions. When everything was going wrong, they were able to figure it out. Macy Daly emerging. Can this team get on a run? They're going to have to put together a good season. Big Ten, they're already 0-2. They're already in a hole. And we talked about the non-conference schedule and the strength of schedule and the cupcakes that they played and the deficit that puts them on. Is this team back to what we anticipated they were before the year? We'll delve into that as well with John Miller coming up. Pinstripe Bull Talk and getting ready for basketball. And uh, one more game left in the non-conference for Iowa Friday night against Northern Illinois. We'll talk about that next. Hawkeye Nation's John Miller, he'll join me as we take you up until 2 o'clock this afternoon. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. We come back here in just a moment. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. Happy holidays to all of you. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Greater Des Moines. We offer education, support, and advocacy on mental health issues. Please remember three things during this busy season. You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. And never give up hope. Call 850-1467 or go to namigdm.org for more information. Happy New Year. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
Macy's After Christmas Sale is going on now. Get the lowest price of the year on the Radley 5-piece sectional, only $1,599. Or a Tribeca Gray Queen Panel Bed, $289. Plus, it's our biggest mattress sale of the season. Get a Serta Calm Haven 2-piece Queen Set, $279. And free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787. Shop in-store, online, or call one 800 by macy Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, AFSP.org slash Iowa. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you. Like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Back one final time to put a cap on things here. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Cotton, 1700 KBGG. Ken is down at the Liberty Bowl. He's in Memphis. We talked with him earlier today, but right now we're going to talk some Hawkeyes getting ready for the Pinstripe Bowl. And John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com, he joins us here on the show. How's it going today, John? Things are well, Trent. How are you? Oh, doing very well. And, you know, I, I've joked a little bit about the Pinstripe Bowl and you know, who cares. It doesn't mean anything. But now that game day's here, I'm finally excited for this thing. Well, it's a football game, right? I mean, there's there's only, you know, 12 or 13 of these things a year in most years, and and it's been a while. So, you know, I I just kind of watched parts of my first bowl game last night with UCLA and, and Kansas State, and um, so trying to get back in the spirit of things. It'll be, it'll be nice. It's always, you know, whenever you see the Tiger Hawk and the black and gold on the TV in a football game for the first time in a long time, it's always kind of cool. So uh, why not? I, although this may be the 
coldest bowl game Iowa will ever play in, for that matter. Well, the, the Gator Bowl back in the early 80s, I still hear stories about that one. I was at the Orange Bowl of 09. Uh, that was incredibly cold and that chilly that day. That felt cold. That felt, it was 35 to 45 yeah. degrees. It just felt cold because we didn't bring winter jackets with no. us. And, you know, 83 was, was the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Um, I'd have to go, you know, I think they were concerned with some of the citrus crop being damaged and destroyed that year. We were talking about, what, mid to low 20s kickoff at the pinstripe today with wind chills in the teens. That's pretty cold. That is, that that is, and I'm looking here to see, I, I was looking at that 83, uh, the wiki page for the Gator Bowl to see if they had, they don't have the, the temperature here for that one. Well, Al- I'm a weather dork, so I'll find it for you okay. and email it to you when good. we're done. Good, good. Uh, Al Michaels called that game. Now this is just a, wow. a little bit before my time, but Al Michaels and Frank Broyles on the call on ABC for that Gator Bowl. That is something I did not recall. You need you and Ken need to look research this and look. Did you did you know Al Michaels was a part of a trade with ABC and NBC? What? Yeah, Google that. Al Michaels trade ABC and NBC. You and Ken will love this. Okay, look it up. It'll be a great talker for you. Sorry, we're doing this in the middle of an interview. <laughs> no, and all, no, no, but no. You brought up Al Michaels. Yes, I love this stuff. I, I love this stuff. I love going off the rails with you, and and it's always fun to. Uh, diverge a little bit from our path here because again it's a pinstripe boy so the offensive line's in a state of flux there's all the rumors out there amir smith marset is he going to play uh, that's the ongoing saga we're keeping an eye on that one john but the the game itself do, are you of the belief that this can be a catapult that a victory here ending the narrative i was terrible in bowl games ending that and, and going into 2018 that it can provide a boost I don't know if there's a direct, you know, in sales and business, you talk about things that have a direct line to revenue and, you know, accountants sometimes struggle because they can't necessarily prove their, prove their value like a salesman maybe could directly. But I think it's similar with this. I think a win in a bowl game makes it a little easier to get up for the January workout sessions with Chris Doyle. You have a little more pep in you. It's a, it's an attitude. It's an attitude thing. And if you win, people feel good about themselves. It just changes the whole mental state, I think, of the next two months. And these next two months are really when teams grow as much as any other time. Obviously, you get in the spring, you install certain, you know, you're not real probably Iowa, you're just working on fundamentals and you start installing things in, in, in the fall. But these next two months, guys are making their strength gains, their weight gains, their things like that. And this sucks. I mean, this would be the worst time to be a college football player because it's hard freaking work in January and February when you're paying the iron price. And I think really as much as anything, winning a bowl game provides that mental boost needed to get up on those cold mornings and also get people off your back about asking the bowl question, you know, for the next six months. Yeah, and then that's something to, I mean, we've heard the same refrain now for the last couple of seasons. And, well, I guess I tell see it today. I'll believe it when I see it. You can go and you can change your plans and change the routine that you go through. we got to see it on the field, and we'll see if that's the case today against a Boston College team. Mirror image, maybe that's going a little bit far here, but built in a similar fashion. They're built with you know playing big boy old school football. Uh, A.J. Dillon on the other side for Boston College. Kid's a beast, and it's not just a nice running back from uh, a, a middle-of-the-road ACC school. This kid was committed to play for Harbaugh in Michigan. Now they want to play him at linebacker, but... He was a four-star kid, and you're seeing he is a big, big boy. The last time they saw a running back like this, Jonathan Taylor, uh, didn't go very well for the Hawks. 
Yeah, but they don't have Wisconsin's offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's the biggest difference here. And I will be surpri- I'll be surprised if this game gets in the 30s unless one team is maybe plus or minus, whatever you, way you look at, three in, turn- three in turnovers. I just don't think that that's going to happen. Um, the, the ball is going to be hard, so I, I think you could see turnovers. But this is going to be a low-scoring game. He's a bludgeoning-type running back. But I think, you know, with the exception of Wisconsin in recent years, Iowa does well playing phone booth football games like this because they're likely going to do the same thing. You talked about Amir Smith-Marset. Mark Morehouse tweeted something out just a few minutes before we spoke um, about, you know, Amir Smith-Marset was out with a little kids thing before the game. And Mark made a point that, you know, if you're going to be playing, you're probably in meetings right now. So it, it may be that he's out with injury. Uh, and as you mentioned, Alaric Jackson uh, being withheld from this game, so that moves Tristan Worse from right tackle to left tackle, and one of the Paulsons will be at right tackle. So, you know, and then uh, Boston College is without their top pass rusher at defensive end in this game as well. Mm-hmm. So both teams have some injuries. And I, with this weather, with a hard football, I, I could see a, a 24-17 or a 17-14, a 17-13 type game coming at us. I got 15-11. I think this thing's going to be weird and ugly and fun all at the same time, but uh, we will keep an eye on that. And then we'll have plenty of time during this offseason to certainly take a look forward. We'll, we'll save that for another day, John, because before you go, we got to talk hoops, and the Iowa basketball team maybe we anticipated to see from the get-go, is it finally getting back to space? Are you a believer in this four-game winning streak? A believer relevant to an NCAA tournament team? No. Uh, I just think they've dug too much of a hole. I also, as we've discussed ad nauseum and probably will more, you know, the point guard is an issue. But I will say this, Macy Daly and the growth that we've seen from him this year is really encouraging. And his ceiling is starting to be exciting, in my opinion. You know, you it's a rare where you get six, seven guys that have those guard skills, which is why I was, you know, I had, you know, more confidence or hope in, in Christian Williams. Um, you know, I remember back to the mid eighties and Bill Jones, a lanky guy that could play the point. And I'm not saying that, that Macy's going to be that, but Macy's playing with a lot more confidence and he just looks out there every time you see him, like that you can see him playing with that confidence. And I think he can give you minutes at the one, he can give you minutes at the three and not no necessarily the two, but I think it helps when you've got a guy like him, that's difficult to defend that is as big as he is and as athletic as he is beginning to come into his own, that can definitely change the, the complexion of the team. Now, I think for them to get into the NCAA tournament, they're going to have to go no worse than 12, uh, 12 wins, maybe even 13 in league. And, and, you know, maybe that's not impossible because this league isn't as good as I thought it was. I still think they'll be on the outside looking in, which I thought they were going to be on the wrong side of the bubble before the season began, hmm. um, just barely. I thought they'd win 20, 21 games and be on the outside of the bubble, and I have tweets to prove that, Trent. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I just wanted to be entertained and grow because I think the future is still bright. Well, and it's it's hopeful the schedule sets up where they can get on a bit of a run here. It's Northern Illinois to finish up non-con, two winnable home games to begin against Michigan-Ohio State, and then a three-game road trip, but outside of Maryland, Illinois Rutgers at least feel like you can win those games. So there's a chance here. And here's the other component. Connor McCaffrey, uh, still talk of him redshirting, haven't seen anything officially from Fran yet about that. 
Uh, I was at the game, talked to Fran a little bit about it afterwards, and he brought Bohannon in with two fouls in the first half. I asked him about that. I said, is he uh, acquiescing a little bit to that decision? Well, it was more that Connor couldn't go anymore and Brady couldn't go because of his ankle. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't get if Connor McCaffrey is healthy enough to play right now, why you then shut him down afterwards. I guess it has something to do with mono, but can you help me out at all here? I had mono um, right before my first football game my senior year of high school, and I missed two games. I think I took 36 pill vitamin things, and every, it's different for everybody. And you, know, you have the large spleen. That's why you can't play, because if you took a hit to it, you can die. But it definitely takes the strength out of you. He had to be hospitalized. I never had to be hospitalized. Um, so, yeah, it takes a while to get going again, and maybe in-season isn't the best time to do it. But I I don't know why you'd redshirt him, because I just don't know that he's going to be – I don't know how much of a contributor he's going to be, or maybe you redshirt him and he can go focus on baseball this year so he doesn't lose that. That would be my only thinking there. It can't be a basketball decision, in my opinion, because he's not a guy that you're hoping sticks around for five years, other than the – the father-son aspect of it all. That that would be my thought there. But, you know, a minute ago, Trent, I said, you know, 12 wins the minimum. But remember this. They're already 0-2 in the Big Ten. They are. That would mean they go 12-4 and the rest mm-hmm. of the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you bet on that horse. No, no. I, and I brought that up. We're on the same wavelength about that one. And, uh, yeah, 12-4 and through the run here. The good news, it's Michigan State, Gap, Purdue, Big gap in everybody else. And, and you play those two teams just one time and you get them both at home, I think. Both at home. Even if you split those two games, there are so many winnable games. That's the good part of it. The bad part is because the Big Ten is so down this year, even at 12-6, and six, you're not assured of anything. They'll probably go to the Big Ten tournament again if they would get to that part, having to win a game, maybe even two more games. And we know the Big Ten tournament and Fran have not gotten along very well. No, they haven't, and and they'll need to. So that, I just think it's a, a healthy thing, um, and I can't certainly tell fans how to feel or think, but probably a little more healthy for you all just to say, all right, let's just see this team grow. Let's see them improve and get better and see what happens because those NCAA dreams probably ought to hold for another year. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, before we go, I, I had one more here on my notes that I wanted to get to. Yeah. Back to football. Uh, with a win today, if Iowa wins the Pinstripe Bowl, Kirk Ferentz will tie Hayden Fry in the all-time wins list at Iowa. What does that mean to you? And where does where does Kirk fit right now in the pantheon of coaches? Kirk's a college football Hall of Fame coach. There's zero debate about that. He's probably, what, the sixth, no worse than seventh, winningest coach in Big Ten football history. Mm-hmm. So that that is done. He's a hall, college football Hall of Fame coach right now. As it relates to him and Hayden, to me, as a child of the late 70s and 80s, Hayden is the architect. Hayden is a, a larger-than-life character and figure for me, and maybe it's not fair to compare things from your youth to things that you only view through the eyes as an adult because things when you're a kid are bigger. But I, I think just objectively even, Hayden's number one. Uh, but Kirk's number two, and what Kirk has done uh, deserves a great deal of praise and respect, and I certainly have both of those things for him. He is a no-doubt college football Hall of Fame coach. Hayden Fry won in front of him, Joe Paterno, Bo Schembechler, Woody Hayes, and Amos Alonzo Stagg, the only ones ahead of him all-time in the Big Ten. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, seriously, right there, 
That is what is in the first paragraph of an obituary right there. Barry Alvarez uh, coached one less season than Kirk has. Barry Alvarez finished with 118 wins. Kirk at 142. I think that also says a lot. No doubt about it. Good stuff. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. Previews up of the Pinstripe Bowl. And uh, did Rob finally make it out there? I saw he was stuck in Chicago yesterday. I believe that he did, but boy, traveling this time of year via the airplanes, oh my, good luck. Good luck. Well, we'll talk to you again next week. We'll put a cap on things, and we'll be getting ready for conference play in the Big Ten. Well, re-emerging conference play after those two games in December, and uh, Iowa will open up with Michigan. We'll talk about it then. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Take care. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com, joining us, and that'll do it for the day. It is over. We are done, and... Well, we'll be back in a couple of hours. Four o'clock back on the air with Jimmy B and TC. Busy show set up for you today. We got Zubin Mahente stopping by. We'll talk all things sports with Zubin. You see him on Sports Center, and I'd love to have him on the show. He'll be dropping by. Aaron Torres. We'll talk a lot of college basketball with him. We'll open up, talk a little bit more about the uh, Iowa matchup in the Pinstripe Bowl, and uh, a lot to come your way. Doing a lot here as we uh, take you up until six o'clock. We're done. For the Ken Miller Show for, with Trent Condon here on 1700, but back in just a few hours. Stick and stay right there. Tiki and Tierney gives you the national perspective coming up next here on 1700. Thanks, everybody out there for listening in. We'll do it again tomorrow. Your only show over the lunch hour from noon until 2 in the state of Iowa. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. Have a good day, everybody. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. For 15 years, Caring Hands has been providing food, clothing, and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the Southeast Polk community in Pleasant Hill and in Bondurant. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers. Together, we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year. If you're interested in partnering or helping out at Caring Hands, you can find all the information you need at our website, caringhandsiowa.org. On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very merry Christmas. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is your local animal shelter. When you give to the ARL, you're providing much-needed care, shelter, and love to Iowa's animals who have nowhere else to turn. This holiday season, consider giving to animals who want nothing more than to find their forever home. The need is now. The need is local. Please donate today at giveARL.org. That's give. ARL.org. Thank you.
Have pain you can't ignore? Then try first-in-class relief from Salon Pass. Salon Pass pain relief patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass pain relief patches in the green box with a blue wave. People make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter. One click posts your job to over 100 top job boards. Then, smart matching technology instantly alerts quality candidates about your job. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash expand. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash expand. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Macy's after Christmas sale is going on now. Get the lowest price of the year on the Radley 5-piece sectional, only $1,599. Or a Tribeca Gray Queen panel bed, $289. Plus, it's our biggest mattress sale of the season. Get a Serta Calm Haven 2-piece queen set, $279. And free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787. Shop in-store, online, or call one 800 by macy Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. The ALS Association is the only national nonprofit health organization dedicated solely to the fight against ALS. It covers research, care services, public education, and advocacy, and providing help and hope with those facing the disease. Our vision is to create a world without ALS, and our chapter serves this vision by raising funds to provide local care services and quality of life to Iowans living with ALS. All of us at the 